0: Welcome to the Elevate Together podcast, voices of change in the business of law. Hello, this is Nicole Giantonio, the head of global
1: marketing at Elevate. The podcast episode you're about to hear is part of our expert series featuring Elevate's president, John Croft, hosting a third conversation on his expert topic, deliberate equitability and inclusion. John's guests for this episode are Elevate's Global Head of Equitability and Inclusion, Jackie Champagne, and Elevate's Vice President of Technology and Digital Consulting, Brian Kuhn. John, Jackie, and Brian discuss a digitally-enabled diversity, equitability, and inclusion strategy, placing a focus on data, insights,
0: and actions. Brian, Jackie, very nice to see you both today, and thank you for joining. You both know that I spend a lot of time on deliberate equitability and inclusion, both at Elevate and out in the market. So I was really pleased to hear that Elevate is now providing customers with both some technology and some consulting solutions to help in their both law department and their law firm diversity efforts. Jackie, I was going to turn to you first and ask, could you describe for our listeners the challenge that we see customers facing? when they set out to do equitability and inclusion?
1: Customers are at different places in their own diversity, equitability, and inclusion journeys. Our law department customers are trying to, on the one hand, get a handle on their own data. They may not have the best methods for making sure their work internally is being distributed within their teams in a way that leverages their own diversity. They may be tracking one aspect That's easy to get a handle on from HR data, for instance, gender. So maybe they start there. But certain diverse populations require self-disclosure, LGBTQ, people with disabilities. Those are really aspects of diversity that you need to ferret out. And so you're reliant on asking people to self-disclose. And legal is notoriously low to sort of ask direct questions about people's identities. But law department customers of ours are also more and more wanting to track their outside law firm's progress. They're looking for results from their firms and are asking for data in RFPs, and then they're regularly wanting them to report when one of their firms is on a panel. In particular, some of our customers are focused on their top 10 to 15 firms, for instance, but they want data at a granular level. Who's working on their matters? Not just is your firm diverse and inclusive at the firm level, but do you have diverse attorneys working on our matters? What role are they playing? How are they doing within the firm in getting professional development opportunities or professional you know, other opportunities like business development opportunities? And then our global law firm customers, they understand that their clients care about their firm's DE&I programs and how successful they are. In other words, law departments want their law firms to walk the walk. Many law firms don't understand that diversity data is now available at a very deep level. It reminds me a little bit of 10 years or so ago when the first e-billing analytics software came on the market and law firms had no idea that their clients could analyze their billing data at such a granular level and how effectively they were staffing and working on matters. So, Law firms understand now this is happening with diversity data, and they need some assistance in drilling into their own strategies, creating new ones at certain firms, then making real progress on hiring, retaining, and promoting diverse eternity. So there are many ways that law departments are looking to their law firms to really deal effectively and make some progress on diversity, equitability, and inclusion.
0: That's great. So, like I said at the beginning, we now have at Elevate an offering in this space. What can customers achieve when we work with them on this?
1: We have the ability to help our customers analyze their data in a way that's meaningful. So, from a law department perspective, it's fine to get your firm's data on a firm wide basis, but Elevate can help them drill down into whether diverse attorneys are working on their matters, how much time they're spending. Are they high-level or low-level tasks? All of this more granular data is very useful in creating the ability to analyze what's happening presently. You can also collect data on the important indicators about how you're allocating opportunities. How is the firm engaging in business development and are they supporting their diverse associates and progressing them? Are there formal mentoring programs? is there support for the diverse attorney population at their law firms? So it may be also, what's our strategy at the outset? In other words, what is our digital strategy around diversity, equitability, and inclusion? How can we get results from our data that enables action? You can have data and even data insights, but if that data is not tied to your action steps, it's not particularly valuable. For example, you might hire diverse attorneys right out of law school. So they're at the beginning of the associate life cycle. But what are you doing to retain and promote that diverse set of attorneys? Inclusion is also a really important piece. How do you measure inclusion? How do you gauge it? Unless you are surveying your associate population, your attorney population, you can't get a good handle on how inclusive your culture and your environment really is, especially during COVID now. So engagement surveys are one of the most powerful tools to get at that. And there's an effective way to survey on engagement. We use those types of surveys that elevate to measure our own population and whether we are making progress on our efforts. So they provide a very valuable tool with which to measure how included associates feel.
0: That's great. So, Brian, let me turn to you now. Part of our offering for customers is what we call a vision workshop, which is remotely delivered and is a sort of design thinking session. What could our customers expect to achieve if they decide to take us up on one of those workshops?
2: One of the things we aim to do is to collect a common set of what we call master data from firms in the surveys that Jackie mentioned, also from billing data, possibly from HR data, but different data sources. From which we're going to extract insights that will help organizations take action, that will help law firms take action. Now, different law firms are going to take different actions. Even though the metrics might be the same, they might have different DNI strategies. And in order to make sure that the insights they're seeing on the glass, so to speak, are going to help push their specific agenda forward, we need to understand what their current state DNI strategy is. We also need to understand the degree to which it can be enabled by data and the degree to which it cannot be enabled by data. In other words, they have a DNI strategy, let's suppose, but what is feasible technically? What is their digital DNI strategy? And during a vision workshop, we seek to understand their current state to analyze their data that is accessible at a high level. Do they have the data they need in order to advance the specific goals that they want to advance? And then we imagine a digitally enabled future state. So now that you know A, B, and C, what can you do that you, can't, that you were not able to do before? What can you realize that you were not able to realize before in furtherance of your specific goal? And when I say your specific goal, let me be more specific. It might be that a law department wants to focus on a certain diverse population. Perhaps they want to encourage more LGBTQ leadership in their law firms or more African American leadership in their law firms. It could be any number of things. It could be many things and it could be one thing. Different organizations will again have different strategies. And one of the things that we can do then that you couldn't do before is show trend information. So it's one thing to understand a snapshot in time. Where are you now against your DNI goals or against a law department's DNI goals and guidelines? But where are you improving? Where are you not improving? Where do you need to improve? Again, based upon success criteria, based upon your goals, so that you can understand what action to take specifically, rather than wading through a profound ocean of data.
0: What are your recommendations, Brian, for data collection and data analysis?
2: For data collection, first and foremost, we need to provide a common set of master data. Again, as mentioned before, so this would be common questions that inform surveys, many of which we already have. This would be metrics that we pull from billing data that are going to be common from organization to organization so that we can provide a roadmap for what to collect so that it's not all over the place. In other words, an agreement on a list of data, an agreement on how to collect, approve, and publish that data internally that represents a starting place and a best practice. What are we collecting? Where are you today? What's missing? based upon what you need to achieve and what steps do you need to take to collect it. And once we have that, we know that we can essentially create a checklist. So if you have this data and if you have it in sufficient volume, or if you can create it, say through surveys, then we can show you the following sorts of insights. You know, we can show you diversity indicators. So disability, age group, religion, race, orientation, We can show you market analysis across diversity. So in other words, based upon the various geos that you as a law department secure outside council representation in, how does that break down per geo? We can show you inclusion indicators that come from surveys. I feel like I belong. I always feel included. My company cares about me. My firm cares about me. Perspectives like mine are included in decision-making questions like these, for example activity compositions. So in other words, we can look at billing data again, and we can see which diverse populations are doing what types of work, document review, research, client meetings. Are people getting meaningful work? Or is this token work, which of course is important. And then we can see trends over time, which I mentioned before. And those are often surprising. What that enables is the ability to take different diversity metrics and conflate them. So to cross-reference those metrics and see what stories they tell together, rather than one by one by one by one, which would have been the traditional way of analyzing data. And in doing so, we might learn things that are otherwise non-obvious, that we're headed in a direction that, congratulations, represents our goals, or that we're not, and we need to course correct.
1: And John, let me jump in here to acknowledge that this is difficult stuff. It's rather a vulnerable feeling to have your client get a little invasive, let's just say, with your data and ask you, why are diverse associates not progressing or something like that? But part of what we help do is really create those more effective strategies. So it's not just, let's point out all the problems. Law departments, I don't think have any intention of beating their law firms over the head, but they do want to help them and to give them that help. And that's where Elevate can often come in, definitely as facilitating some solutions and getting at the root of the issue in order to provide solutions and ideas that really are going to effectively help over the long term.
0: That's great. So look, if I try and boil down what I've heard today, we look to understand our customers' DNI goals. We then help them to gather data and analyze it. And then we jointly create DNI initiatives with our customers. That's our offering. Could one of you provide an example of an outcome that's resulted from this process or sort of talk about where we've seen this work and the impact that it's had on one of our customer organizations?
1: Absolutely. We have worked with customers who've been In various stages of the journey. At the beginning, you have to determine how much work you want to put in to determine your DE&I metrics and KPIs. For one customer who is just starting to track their firms, it was important to provide an easy method of reporting so they could start gathering data. They wanted to and were sensitive to their firms not being overly burdened by providing this data. And so it was very important for them to have a solution that included an easy way to report in. So we're helping them with that. They needed a dashboard that was effective. And they also needed a baseline to measure against. And this is also a common law departments and law firms want to know, what is everyone else doing? What are we measuring against? And We like to go outside of legal because the data tends to be better and companies generally in corporate America are more effective at DE&I strategies. So we don't necessarily stay within legal, but these are questions that customers are asking and they want to know. So we've helped that particular customer in a certain way. For a law firm customer, finding out where they're running into roadblocks to associate progression. Might be useful in order to provide more support in promoting diverse associates to partnership. If you know where you're falling short, you can create strategies and action plans to course correct or new strategies if the old ones aren't working. If you're looking at what committees are our diverse associates and partners involved in, are they powerful firm committees? Are they not so powerful? How are we supporting them? What better ways can we support them? That's all information that law firms really want to know in order to continue to get ahead of really not just hiring at the beginning, but retention and promotion, which proves to be some of the biggest problems for law firms.
2: So it's one thing to have data, and it's another thing, a better thing, to have data that indicates a trend and therefore that acts as a foundation to actions that you might take. But in addition to those things, and in addition to that goodness is journey tracking, the ability to set a course, and then to see how external organizations perform against that over time. What that gives you beyond the obvious of, are they compliant with our expectations? Are they not compliant with our expectations? Is a sense of how reasonable certain expectations are. For example, imagine a law firm that has some significant DE&I challenges, but also imagine that it just hired a new managing partner who's come in in part to change that. That might not show up in the data quite yet. So we don't want to create a solution that is a gotcha solution. We want to create a solution that enables journey tracking over time by underscoring what the root causes of success or lack of success with certain expectations are so that we can determine and our customers can determine if those expectations are reasonable. Since those expectations are created by law departments, and since law departments wish very much, very earnestly to enable these journeys... We want to make it as easy as possible for them by helping them understand what creates success, not just showing them who checks a box. Fantastic. So coming to the end of our
0: time, are there any lessons learned or recommendations that we have for a law department or a law firm or indeed a law company who are just beginning to start thinking about their ENI initiative?
1: My suggestions and recommendations are understanding your big picture goals, and then figuring out strategies, you need to move them forward. A full strategy includes action steps. And it's really important to remember that taking a long-term approach is completely necessary with diversity, equitability, and inclusion. It's a marathon, not a sprint. These issues are very entrenched, and you will not make progress until you make the investment and then measure, measure, measure.
0: Fantastic. Well, look, Brian, Jackie, thank you very much for joining today. I know that I spend a lot of time with our customers, talking to them about this. I know that most law departments are looking to improve their equability inclusion and to hold their law firms, their outside counsel to the same high standards. And I was really pleased when I heard that we had a solution that we would put together data-driven, of course, because we're Elevate, but a solution that we could take to market to help people on this. So thank you very much for coming and talking about this today. Tune in to the next episode of the Elevate Together podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and elevateservices.com.